You're listening to the Movie of the Week podcast, a podcast about movies which we review every week or until they shut us down. Welcome to another episode of the Movie of the Week podcast. I'm Jim. This is Drew. And this is Jacob. Sit back and relax as we talk about this week's movie, Knives Out. Shink 2019. A detective investigates the death of a patriarch of an eccentric, combative family. All right, let's jump straight into the spoiler-free section of the review of this movie. You know, when you said that was succinct, you were not kidding. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Simple, to the point. No spoilers. (laughs) Nope, none at all. Nope. That is the thing, is there's not a lot you can talk about this movie without spoiling it. No. Uh, I will say, as a murder mystery this is probably the most original way I've seen to handle it. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, it is different than how, uh, say, Murder on the Orient Express handled it, which I know we've talked about. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but uh, it, it's just kind of interesting. The movie starts, and you think you know where it's going, but all of a sudden it makes a left turn. Mm-hmm. And then another left turn, and all of a sudden you don't know where you're going. Because... But yet you're still following it. It's it, you're yeah. kind of stuck on a wild Mr. Toad's wild ride in a sense, yeah. going through donuts and everything else. It very in much a feels smaller donut. Yes, <laughs> it very much feels like uh, some of the Agatha Christie stuff, uh, but it does have a very cool uh, vibe on its own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's. I mean, this isn't really family friendly, but most. Oh I mean, no. no! 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 Language it's, alone makes it not family friendly, right? But I think it's PG thirteen, right? Uh, it is. Yeah. Is it? I thought yeah. it was R. Oh no! It, it doesn't have enough stuff in it to be R. Yeah, it's PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought I remembered more than one f bomb. I don't remember. I mean, you know, I think they can get a couple if they don't do other stuff. But I think there's there's just yeah, not the, enough violence and not enough other stuff for us to prolific language. Yeah, there's, there's, yeah, I don't think it's I don't think it's near bad enough to get to an R, but yeah, I mean definitely parents should always watch it before their kids. Ah, in this, it case. was it was PG thirteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I will tell you, I enjoyed it. I think both of these guys enjoyed it in one way or another. Oh yes, oh absolutely. This was my favorite movie at the end of last year. Yeah, I think yeah. This, I think this might be my favorite movie of this year, uh, and uh, because I didn't get to see it till this year, but uh, yeah. It, it is a when good I, one. When I watched it, Bill, I, I rented it. Nah, I rented it, and immediately afterwards, it was like, okay, can I find this on Amazon? Found it, <laughs> bought it. Now I own it. Yeah, it's a good. Probably one, yeah. one of my favorite movies of this movie of this year, even though it came out in two thousand. Favorite movie you saw this year? Exactly. Yeah, it came out at the end of twenty nineteen. So. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because um, I remember it was on my list of movies, and it may have been, may not have been so late, twenty nineteen, November. Yeah, so I remember yeah. it was, uh, it was right around the time of uh, some stuff. So, but yeah, it's well, been... ad- admittedly, if we had not decided to start with Star Wars, yeah, for this show, this would have been one of the ones we would have done back in December. I think, yeah, probably, cause, yeah, because it came out, it, yeah, twenty seventh December, twenty nineteen. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it came out right before we started the podcast. So I think we had already done some pre-recordings at that. Yes, level. we did. But yeah, uh, we weren't. We that, were, that would have been good. That would have been really good to see in theaters. Yeah, it, it been. was good to see in theaters. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, you, so, you'll uh, note there's a reason why on the cellcast at that point, every time I saw someone up, someone 
That makes sense. There, I always mentioned, oh, and there were this person on the cell cast on the Knives Out. Knives Out. Yeah, I would. I would love for, to get to see this one in theaters, especially with the way things are going. If they put it back out for some reason, just mm. because some theaters are showing all sorts of stuff, it would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, what was it a couple of months ago where Jurassic Park was the number one the- number one movie in theaters? Yeah. Well, Again. Empire Strikes Back was like on its 40th anniversary or something like that. It was it, it was number one in the box office again. That's cool. crazy, right? Yeah. That's anyway, cool. sorry. That's fine, guys. Um, all right, but uh, with that, let's go ahead and jump into our spoiler-filled section. Um, just a heads up, if uh, we're about to enter the spoiler section, so if you plan to watch this movie and do not want to be spoiled, and in this case, that might be important because it is a murder mystery, please yes. pause and come back later and listen. Otherwise, if you really, really don't mind spoilers, be prepared because we're entering the spoiler-filled section. All right, guys. <laughs> this movie is so much fun. I remember when I saw the first trailer for it in the movies, uh, I had to pull out my phone and write it down, like uh, on a on a notepad in the trailers. It wasn't during the movie yet, but I was like, okay, mm-hmm. trailers. This looks awesome. I've got to send it to my wife. It's a list of like sometimes I'll do that. I'll be like, okay, note to wife. Mm. This is one you're gonna want to watch. And uh, we just because of the way things rolled out, we weren't able to go see it. And uh, but yeah, we watched it recently, and it is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yep. I have to say this movie for a murder mystery has probably one of the best uses of a red herring. Uh, Very character. incredibly uh, true. Because at the beginning, they pretty much tell you, oh, uh, your main character, whose name has just completely left my mind. Benoit Blanc? Or are we talking no, about No, I'm, t- I'm talking about the girl. Oh, uh, Marta. 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 We're told she killed him <laughs> without <laughs> much... Wiggle room, no. if we're being honest. Yeah. And yeah. by the end of it, they explain why she's not the one who killed him. No. And it makes perfect sense. But for, throughout most of the movie, it doesn't actually even feel like a murder mystery because you, you think it's her trying to keep from getting caught. Yeah. Which is Because in many cool ways it is. Uh, and, then it, know, and, oh, and then it turns out Captain America did it. <laughs> I swear... <laughs> Hearing him cuss oh, is yeah. strange <laughs> because of how much I'm used to seeing him as Captain America. Yeah, go to, uh, what was it? Um, hold on. Uh, Age of Ultron? Language? Yes, that's the first thing that came through my mind while I was watching that. And there's a part of me that wonders if Chris Evans walked up to Ron Johnson and says, look, I'll do this, but you've got to let me get at the last 10 years out of my system <laughs> without being able to cuss on screen. Yeah. Um, eat Dookie, eat Dookie, eat Dookie. <laughs> But but yeah, I mean, realistically, she didn't even kill him. Even even the idea was he commits suicide to protect her from a yeah. mistake. Yeah. It wasn't even that she actually killed him, but she well, she doomed him as well. Right. You know. And here's yeah. here's the thing: you'll remember right before that he's before all that happens, he says he wishes he could go out with a flourish. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, he, he, he does. He got to write his own murder mystery about yeah. his own murder, mm-hmm. despite you the know, fact he it was actually suicide. You know, here's another thing that bugs me that uh, Detective Blanc doesn't catch is the notebook, his little, uh, you know, ways to kill people notebook. You know, mm-hmm. he, he writes oh, down yes. what uh, how to kill people using the medication. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. I figured that would have been something he would have picked up. Someone picks it up and looks at it. That, that should have Maybe been it's in the deleted scenes. Of course, I do have to point out, you bringing up Benoit Blanc, 
How odd it is to hear Daniel Craig without a British accent. I say, I say. I love, I love the. That's uh, so good, so good. I love it's the like Colonel Trump. Sanders joke. Yes, yes, it's so good. What is this? CS CSI KFC. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. So yeah. funny, so 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 funny. Yeah, it's it's very cool. Mind blowing as well. A mm-hmm. different way, but then again, uh, what was the other movie that he did um, with uh, Adam? Um, Oh, what's his name? Driver? Driver, yeah. With Adam Driver and uh, I can't remember his name or the other people. Anyway, um, I'll tell you in just a second. But there was a movie they did about a heist. It was a heist movie. Um, I'm going to remember in a minute or I'm going to look it up. Logan Lucky. Oh, yeah. I, I heard about that I one. Didn't, I hadn't get a chance to watch that you one You should yet. watch it. It's pretty good. But in that one, he plays uh, a very different character. He's a he's like a convict. It's it's pretty good. See, that's uh, one of the things that impresses me about Daniel Craig is, for the most part, I am used to seeing him as James Bond because that is literally his most famous role at the right. moment. But the fact that, uh, and I think I brought this up a couple weeks ago on the Cellcast when we did uh, Adventures of Tintin. Yeah. The fact that he can play... So many different roles. Exactly. And you don't even realize it's him except for the fact that it looks like him. Yeah. That's the amazing part for me. True. Well, it's one of those things I often criticize actors for is the opposite. Um, the fact that, like, um, oh, what's his name? Jack Sparrow. Uh, oh, mm-hmm. um, shoot. Uh, Edward yeah. Scissorhands. Jo- uh, Johnny... Johnny Depp. Johnny, Johnny Depp. Depp. Johnny Depp always is Johnny Depp in everything he does. Uh, every once in a while, you'll get a hint of a little something else, but it's always recognizable. It always feels like Sparrow or a variation of that. Or you well, know, it always it's, feels it's with him. It's very odd when it's a normal role, like a yeah. normal person. He always pl- seems to play characters that are way out there. A part of that being how much he hangs out with Tim Burton. Oh, probably, True. yeah. But, but, I mean, there are a lot of actors, and, you know, there are a lot of actors that are often criticized because they feel like the same character in mm-hmm. everything they do. Or they play themselves as that character. Yeah, there's and, a lot of actors who do that. Right. And I feel like, and sometimes that's because of casting. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they cast someone because they have them in mind mm-hmm. to begin with. But Daniel and, Craig is one of those very good actors who, in recent years, has shown his ability to jump out of what he normally does and play something completely different. And it's believable. And it's not just, like... This could have gone wrong and been oh, very yes. cartoonish, mm-hmm. very racist, very whatever you want to look at it as. Uh, but racist against Southerners. Well, yeah, you can. It's a <laughs> yeah, you know, he's Southern British, white men. He's British. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's just a, a funny concept to me. <laughs> well, sure, but you know, he could be making fun of a group. Basically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It, um, it doesn't it come very off as easily mocking. go into the, go into the satire. Yeah, uh, but it seems. I mean, he does a good job with it. I mean, it's very believable. Uh, I mean, you laugh a little just because you know it's him, maybe, but it, it plays very well. So, oh, yeah, definitely. When when we're first introduced to him, but like he doesn't say anything until he walks up, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's Daniel Craig, and he's speaking with a Tennessee, K, you know, Mississippi, Mississippi Southern accent. Yeah, I was, and, I was actually honestly, blown away. It's not just Mississippi; it is on the edge of the. Uh, Bayou, Mississippi. Yeah, accent he's got going on there. I mean, just a couple miles east, uh, west of there, he'd be in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, very much so. But yeah, I mean, one of the things about this movie that that is really great is we get a very good cast. That yes, pretty much everyone does a stellar job. Mm-hmm. 
you don't have a lot of people who don't fit the role. Um, everybody seems to play it well, even if you wouldn't yeah. have suspected them to do so. Uh, Including between... Frank Oz, of all people, yes. in the few, one of the few live-action roles he has. Because <laughs> he plays the, uh, the, lawyer the lawyer that reads yeah. the will. Mm-hmm. And the first time I watched it, I was like, I know that voice. I've heard that <laughs> yeah. voice. What I didn't realize is I've heard that voice 500 different ways till Sunday. <laughs> yeah. And, and yet also this like is a still different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't even notice it at first. Uh, I didn't notice till I was looking through the list, uh, him. But, I mean, you've got Christopher Plummer, who's been in everything. And yes. you've got uh, Don Johnson, who plays mm-hmm. Richard, who's been around forever. Jamie Lee Curtis does yeah, a great the job Yeah, Scream Queen. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the Scream Queen. As we mentioned, Chris Evans, Daniel Craig. Uh, lots of really talented actors and actresses in this. Um, yeah, and they all blend very well. They fit the roles they all seem suspicious, which is what you want in this yeah. sort of thing. Uh, and uh, Ana de Armas is uh, the one who plays Marta, and she does a great job. Uh, she does. Very well done. this movie together. Um, so, yeah. I don't know if she was nominated or won any awards for it, but, uh, you know, pretty good. Somebody pretty should have won something for this movie. Yeah. I'm sure someone did. My understanding it is it, it, it lost a lot to uh, Parasite. Ah, yeah. Well, oh, that, yeah. That's a really good movie too. I still need <laughs> so, to watch it. Yeah, yeah. I saw it this year too, which is it's it's really good. Um, it's available, I think, on Amazon and a couple other places. So, if you get a chance, um, you know, this is this is a classic murder mystery. Um, but again, they give you kind of the whole setup right at the beginning. You see the person mm-hmm. die. You see who's there and involved, and it's the old switcheroo essentially yeah uh, yeah you know because uh ransom played by chris evans has come in and switched the medication mm-hmm. yeah but in truth because of uh marta's uh expertise and experience doing this she actually doesn't give him bad medicine right so he was fine and so basically uh you know uh harlan kills himself yeah <laughs> one of the things i like about how they get chris evans in the end is the fact that the entire thing oh yes revolves around <laughs> harlan's grandma harlan's mother yep. who for the most part has three lines throughout the yeah. entire movie but her acting is spot on she she still she doesn't do much but you can tell she's thinking mm-hmm. she's very aware of what's going on around her and everyone ignores her because they just think she's a old bat i mm-hmm. guess Okay. And the fact that she's the one that Ben that tells Benoit uh, Blanc about uh, ransom coming back later that night. Yeah. Do you know who plays her? I'm looking at I, right now. I I looked it up. Blank. I looked it up afterwards, but I cannot remember her name. Okay, her name is Kay Callen. Okay, and she's okay. been around forever. She's done all sorts of movies and TV shows. Right. I know her mostly. What what I always think of is Martha Kent from Lois and Clark. Um, and I didn't oh, even okay. it. couldn't even yeah. see it, but that's who it is. Um, and she's done uh, parts on almost every show over forever. Um, she's been in a ton of stuff, uh, but that's always what I think of. And I didn't even know that until I looked because they, they do such a good job making her mm-hmm. seem like this almost uh, not there character. You yeah, know? right. She's, but you can tell if you look at her face mm-hmm. and all those scenes that she not only is there, she's aware of everything going on around her. Yeah. And she just kind of doesn't talk to anybody because they don't talk to her. That's true. They're all mm-hmm. little crappy people. Yeah. 
So I mean, yeah, I, I love guess... the end when when she's laughing or whatever after uh, after uh, after they find out uh, that none of them are going to get anything. Yeah, and that the very last scene of this movie where Marta's on the balcony. Oh yes, and Chris <laughs> Chris Evans' character is being pulled away. You know, being driven out to police. Mm-hmm. The the father, not the father, but um, uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis's uh, husband. Yes. Be like he turns around, he's got a black eye because that because she just punched him in the face, face for cheating on her. her. Exactly, and so we get this pan up, and she's she's sit, she's standing there on the the uh, the balcony, mm-hmm. and it holds the holds the, the mug, mug, and the, her little finger moves down just enough for you to read the words <laughs> my, my house. house, my house, my rules in a discussion. Well, yeah, I want that mug, like the big <laughs> mug's like twenty bucks. And yeah. go to knives out. I think it's knivesoutshop.com to find it. Okay, Jacob's telling us all that's where he where to buy him gifts. Go to yes. knivesoutshop.com. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe send him a basket. He'll appreciate. Uh, <laughs> Maybe not the shirt. Not the shirt. Maybe not the shirt. I can't yeah, wear that shirt. in public. You don't, need, you don't need a knives out shirt. No. All right. <laughs> uh, well, they have two. I, they have two shirts. Be like one. Be like it's white. I don't wear white. And the other one's like no. I can't really wear that in public. Alrighty. Okay. Um, this is directed. Sounds like by I need the, to look at those at that shop to see what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> this is directed Go by the often criticized Ryan Johnson, who does a fantastic job. He with does. This movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he gets a bad rap because uh, so many of the Star Wars fanboys mm-hmm. just did not like what he did with Last Jedi, even though I think that movie is great. But. Honestly, this is my favorite movie I think so far that he's done. Because I yeah. do like this more than I do like Last Jedi. But yeah. I hadn't seen any of his others, so Yeah, he did uh what was it? He did Looper. Yeah, I hadn't seen Looper. Yeah, Looper or, was uh, there pretty... was another one he did. Yeah. That I can't think of the name of. Anyway. Yeah. Um No, I I I, I thought that uh Last Jedi was one of those movies that was not as good as some others, but it's a Star Wars film and it was enjoyable. I enjoyed it yeah. when I watched it. Right. Um, you know, I think I think too many people get a little uh, um, crazy Territorial. when it comes to certain fandoms. Um, however, speaking of Star Wars: The Last Jedi, Jaden Martell, the 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 young boy in this, yeah, he's kind of an alt right troll or whatever. He's actually inspired by the trolls from Last Jedi. Little known fact. Really? Okay. That's where they came up with it. Um, was based on The Last Jedi online trolls. Really? Mm-hmm. I can see that. Okay. Yeah. They wanted someone who was kind of, uh, you know, a troll. You know, that was the whole point, I guess. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I Good to know he that. thought all the trolls so. were uh, alt-right Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, let's see. What's your favorite scene, guys? What do y'all think? Mine would probably be towards the very end where LeBlanc... I want to say LeBlanc for some reason. <laughs> Entirely different Friends franchise. <laughs> yes. Hey, Joey. It has nothing to do with uh, the guy who wrote uh, m- m- um, Lupin. Lupin. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, but uh, what? what's his name? Hold on. Benoit Blanc. Benoit Blanc. When Benoit Blanc and... Be like you have Chris Aaron's character and... Oh, come on. Marta. Marta, thank you. But like Marta, be like they're t- they're telling Chris Evans' character be like, oh, be like uh, the oh she's she's uh, she's recovering, mm-hmm. and the the fact the uh, the point where 
uh, Marta throws up into Chris Evans' space. And <laughs> yes. it's like, you know, the, the, the truth is revealed. It's like, oh, she's dead? And right, he's like, right. oh, well, I'm going to take you down with me. Pulls one of the knives and plunges in there. <laughs> and it's like, it just like he said at the beginning of the movie, they can't tell the difference from a real, a real knife from a stage prop. Exactly. And that was just genius. Absolute genius. Yeah. Uh, I loved my, it. My favorite what? scene is at right after, uh, you know, he, uh, Christopher Plummer thinks he's taken the poison and, uh, She's he's telling her what she needs to do in order to finish setting up the scene so that she can, you know, hopefully come out unscathed. And she in the scene, because it's showing all this over his, with his narration, but that the, her in the scene is talking with her, him as the narrator. And that is, just, I, I just love that kind of semi fourth wall breaking yeah. in that scene. Yeah. Uh, and how she remembers stuff right when it's not supposed when uh like he says and uh, don't don't break the the terrace is fragile be very careful right as she breaks the <laughs> terrace mm-hmm. yeah don't make any noise don't make yeah. any noise crack and yeah. whatever you do don't be seen and there's grandma uh. <laughs> yeah i i think my favorite scene is really that one of the the pivotal scenes the uh where she's going to get the copy of uh, the, the tox report. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and, you know, she goes into the room, uh, and uh, what is it, Meg, is that her name? Yeah, yeah Meg, Meg, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes in there, and Meg is kind of half comatose or whatever, and uh, but, you know, then she starts to die or whatever, and Marta's just like, instead of leaving and save, basically saving herself, mm-hmm. you know, uh, she saves her. And I think that's... Because it basically, I mean, it ruins the plan of Ransom and the whole thing. But I mean, yeah. like, it's such a, it, it really shows the character. It does. And it was really kind of like, I was shocked by it. Because, you know, you think, you know, this person's in trouble. They're they're not going to be okay. And, oh, look, they're stuck. They're Well, they better run away. No, no, no. She she does what she's supposed to do. Because mm-hmm. she's a good person. Yeah. yeah. So. And plus she's, she's kind. And she's a nurse. Yeah. Yep. That is her. Sw- that is her solemn oath. Sure, mm-hmm. but uh, a lot of people, when they're in trouble, don't don't follow their oaths. <laughs> that is but, true. That, that's because she is a very kind person. Yeah, right. Uh, she didn't have to do any of the stuff that she did. That's really to the family's benefit, but she did. Mm-hmm. She could have. I don't know. It, it, she, she's just she a very kind person. Right and oh, it's, yeah. I, it's that kindness that uh, I think got uh christopher Plummer's character harlan to actually trust her with so much if she wasn't such a kind person it wouldn't have been her that got everything yeah it probably would have gone to the rest of the family like it was originally planned yeah i really love how we see the turn of everybody in this film mm-hmm. yeah in the beginning sure everybody's bickering back and forth but they seem like a regular family things are fine and they're all talking you know and every time and they're all telling Marta, hey, we've agreed we're going to take care of you no matter what happens. Mm-hmm. All's good. You know. And I then, was really pulling for you to be at the funeral, but I got outvoted. Yeah, yeah. Everyone yeah. says that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, oh, yeah, we're going to take care of you. So once we all get rich, we'll make sure that mm-hmm. you have something. And um, when and when, when the will says, be like, everything goes <laughs> yeah. to Marta, be like, the, the knives literally wolves. come out. Yeah. <laughs> I love yeah. And the proof that they really don't care about her is the fact that they don't even know what country she came from. 
Right. That's no. true, too. Because <laughs> every single one of them thinks she's from a different country. Right. I don't think we actually find out what country she's actually from, do we? Yeah. I don't know if they get into it for sure. Like, I don't know if there was ever a definitive... Uh, I mean, I remember Ecuador a lot, and then yeah. uh, mm-hmm. a couple other ones, but yeah, I don't, I'm not certain. El Salvador. I think one yeah. El Salvador. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, you know, she's the one who's supposed to receive everything, and then all of a sudden, she's a bitch. Yeah. As uh, Jamie Lee Curtis said yeah. um, in the movie. But yeah, I mean, everybody's just like, uh, you know, terrible to her at that point. I mean... I, I really enjoy the part where uh, we see uh, Walt, played by Michael Shannon, come to her house. And he's like, oh, with all our power and resources, we'll be able to help you and your mom, you know, if anything goes wrong. And yeah. he's mm-hmm. like, but he gave me all of that. You don't right. have anything. That's why. You so just, it's all my resources. I can do the same thing. Exactly. you involved. So that's why you really just can't trust Zod. <laughs> right? Yeah. Very much so. Um, Although yeah, I'm sure I mean, he would have been happy if uh, she'd have kneeled before him. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he was he was waiting for her to bend the knee. Yes. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. The, like I wonder. I mean, this movie obviously it's one of those cases where they probably could have just talked to her, and I'm sure she probably would have been like, "Yeah, I'll I'll help y'all out who need helped out." But that's it. But yeah. yeah. They were greedy. That's why they were losing the money in the first place. They weren't mm-hmm. good people. That's what was cutting them out. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and may, I mean, you know, you could also maybe argue that, you know, uh, Harlan was, I don't know if they all were bad. I mean, like Walt's character, I think it was just, he felt sorry for him and felt like he should have had something of his own, uh, you know, instead of being his lackey, essentially. Mm. Well, that's, that's what, um, um, Harlan, Harlan. Thank you. Harlan, the Harlan's perspective was be like. He just really needs to do something on his own, be able to make his own. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, it's, it's a little late in his life to be able to pull something like that Yeah, that off. is the True. downside. Walt is, what, 50s, 60s at this point? Something probably. like something that. Something like that. And he's like, oh, we're going to take this away from him. But he didn't say what he was going to do with it, you know? He didn't yeah. say he's going to leave him to do something or give him a severance right. or who knows. Yeah. He's just uh, like, oh, I'm going to let you go. It's yeah, like, and I'm sitting there going, dude, he was poised to make you even more money. He was yeah. talking to Netflix. <laughs> That's where the money's at. That's where the money's at. Yeah. <laughs> and creative control. I mean, money and creative control. Yeah, you negotiate it right. Everything's fine. Yeah. 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 But some some people want just total control of everything. Well, and, you know, it's not like they wanted for anything. He's probably going, I don't want to put my movies out. I don't want to make movies out of them because they'll get messed up. That's yeah. usually what happens. Right. So. But, yeah, and he didn't care. He didn't need money, you know. He should have probably stopped pushing him and just waited for him to die, and then he could have done it anyway. That is true. <laughs> and it would have been But fine. there again, greed got in the way. Mm-hmm. Greed got in the way. That's um, it's all about those happens. Benjamins, baby. Here's a here's a question. Is there anything in this film we don't like? Those confounded dogs were annoying. Why is it the do. dogs <laughs> that you focused on? I thought the dogs were great. Yeah. I they, can't come on. <laughs> Uh, the perfect. little thing about the little piece of blood on her shoe. Oh, yeah. yeah. That should have come up a lot faster. Yeah. I th- I feel the reason they brought it up at the very end is because they had pointed it out earlier in the film yeah. and then never did anything with it. Yeah. Until the very, very end. And I honestly don't believe Benoit when he says, oh, I knew you were involved from the start. 
because I saw that little piece of blood on your shoe. It's like, uh, you're observant, but you're not that observant. Yeah. You're not Sherlock Holmes. You're close, but no. Well, I mean, he knew she couldn't lie. Yeah. So I think what he what he knew was there was more to it that she just wasn't saying. Right. Now, right, but he points to her shoe like he saw that three yeah. days ago, whenever this thing started. Mm-hmm. Right. And she still happens to be wearing the same shoe, and she never bothered to look down. <laughs> it, it's right. always those she sm- had to clean the shoes up somewhat because she got all the mud off of them. Yeah, true. Well, true. blood is very hard to get off shoes, but yes, you can but, tell. And white but tennis shoes. You would have. She would have seen it and thought. I ought to wear different shoes when I go back to the house. But, but then again, as a but, nurse, a little blood on your shoe isn't yeah. something that... And it's something you're not going to think which about. Which means that it shouldn't have mattered to Benoit. That's what I'm saying. That's probably why Benoit wouldn't say anything, because he's like, I could be totally wrong on that. It's just blood on a nurse's shoe. So here's here's the thing when it comes to the blood. Be like, the blood happened when... What's his name again? Harlan. Harlan. When Harlan slit his throat, I mean, yeah. obviously you're going to get blood splatter, mm-hmm. but she's entirely across the room. Arterial spray is Yeah, vicious. that is true. I mean, it'll it'll fly everywhere. So True. Uh, there was probably there's, some there's that landed chance. on the walls that we didn't see. Yeah. So yeah. That is true. The, the question Just I would have thought. is if there was blood getting to her, was there a chance? I mean, I would suspect there was a chance it got out the door, too. And if that's the case... You know, yeah, yeah, that would have been but noticed. Again, to be like the door open and open when he when he dipped when that happened. Yeah, I'd like but to point it, out that this little thing that we don't like is something we are having to nitpick to hell. Exactly, to find out to, to talk about it because literally the rest of the movie is so good. I don't even think of that. No, I, I wasn't yeah. reminded of it till I watched the movie again. And the only reason it's on my mind is I'm trying to think what didn't I like about the movie. Oh yeah, and that's really the only thing that comes to mind. Yeah, I, so, I think I think they do a really good job uh, with pretty much everything. Um, yeah, I mean, there wasn't. I can't think of anything where I went, oh, that just doesn't work, or that's irritating. Um, you know, the chase scene was so awkward. Intentionally, <laughs> intentionally, but, inten- but intentionally. But it was it was so well well executed. Can this thing not go any faster? Sure. I am literally flooring it. <laughs> yeah. But I did love the dogs. Jacob mentioned the dogs. I oh, yeah. The, the, the dogs the, were perfect. We, they, they were so much the indicator of, like, who was yeah. like who was good, who was bad. Yeah. Um, did we, uh, like, okay, so I loved the the dog bringing the piece of the, uh, what's it called? Oh, that was so good. The oh, piece of the, wood. the terrace thing? Yeah, the piece of yeah. the terrace or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the first time and she gets rid of it and then it comes he back lobs it back <laughs> he throws it and yeah. the baseball yes yeah the baseball so here's my question about the baseball besides the fact it was in his office what significance is there to it is it autographed is there anything special they, about it my assumption is like so much other stuff in there it's like a prop for maybe the cover of one of his books maybe or it could have been something from his childhood mm-hmm. that he just kind of cherished Maybe. Uh, yeah, that's what I was like. I was wondering if there was something significant to it, and I wish they would have touched on it because it became this thing throughout, off and on. So I was like, you know, I would have liked to have known if there was any significance to it. Yeah. Maybe that's I, something they cut for time. I, don't I know. thought it was just a vehicle to get us back outside for a couple minutes before it went back inside when they put it back on the desk, and then they never sure. really touched on it again after that. Yeah. 
True. But um, also, the baseball is the the clue in which uh, Jimmy Lee Curtis is kind of tipped off a little bit. It's like, wait, this is from Dad's office. So she goes to the office, mm-hmm. finds the letter, yeah. and I I love it that they their letters were in invisible ink. Well, like, I, she, I thought that was she creative. Said she had to always play this little game with her father. If you played the game, you got what you needed. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah you, you could you'd get stuff. So obviously her husband didn't play the game, didn't know about the game. That's why when he found the letter and saw nothing on it, he thought he was in the clear. Yeah. Yep. Till, yep. but she knew how to make it come up, and that's when she goes and punches him in the face. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was absolutely genius. But I was thinking, like, with the husband, I was like, dude, if it's in the letter, I don't care if it says anything. Rip it up. Put it yeah. in your pocket. <laughs> Burn that something. Was thing. I was like, it's the classic fail. You know. It's yeah. Like, he could have gotten rid of that. That would have been smart. He shouldn't have even it. opened the letter. He should have just pocketed it and pocketed, burned it. Pocketed it, gone out somewhere away from everything, uh, put it on, uh, lit it on fire, and got rid of it. Yeah. If he'd have done yeah. that, he would be in the clear. But yeah. no, he, they're all idiots. So Pretty much. <laughs> they're all yeah. so focused on what they think is going on that they don't pay attention to how others look at it. And that's yeah. really what uh, gets them in the end. Itty bitty details. Itty bitty details. That's it's, what murder mysteries are built on. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. It's always the the devil is always in the details. Yep. All right. Let's see. What else do we need to hit on? Um, Go watch this film. It's amazing. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah. This is Rent definitely it, one it. everyone should watch. Um, I'm not going to say everybody should buy it because some people don't buy it, and murder mysteries are one of those. Some people don't watch a lot of the same one. Right. Um, but yeah, but at it's least worth watch buying. It. I mean, it's a good one. Yeah, I will say, watching this on the second viewing, it's interesting because you can see how that, how everything is connected mm-hmm. in ways that I didn't catch the first time. So very true. It does make a good rewatch. I meant to go back and listen for the dogs barking, um, like during the during the party or whatever. Yeah, to, to you can see hear if it. I could hear that when um, when Ransom comes back. You know, because he leaves and then he comes mm-hmm. back in at some point. Uh, at which point, I assume you'd hear the dogs barking because he arrives because they didn't like him. I was well. He came back at like he came back at like three in the morning. Yeah. I think. No. Well, no. He no. He comes. No. Back he had, had to come back during the party. Yeah. Yeah. So he left and came right back almost. So I was wondering if there's barking somewhere mm-hmm. during those scenes, like so, as more of an indicator. It so. could be. I have to go back I'll, and rewatch I it. I want to say there is, but I don't remember. Right. Like I said, I meant to look for it, but then I forgot when I watched it again. So, um, yeah. Gives me another excuse to watch it. There you go. Go check for the as if you, As if you need another one. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. Uh, I think that's it, really, as far yeah. as things yeah, we need to much. mention about it. Um, as stated, good acting, good directing, lots of good stuff. It's I, Who wrote this? I don't even know who wrote it. Um, does anybody know? Off the, uh, top, of the top of my head, I don't. I think I want to say it was Ryan Johnson who wrote it. Ryan, Ryan Johnson was because he's a, a writer director for the most yeah. part. Well, I wonder. I wonder if he wrote it based on something or if it was. Uh, I, I know the character of Benoit Blanc is an original character, and they're planning on doing some more stories with him. Please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Daniel Craig's going to be done with Bond soon enough. He can be old in this, so. Hmm. Please help. Technically, he's done now. It's just we can't get in to watch it. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. All right. Um, all right. I guess at this point we ought to jump into our uh, star ratings. What do you think? Agree. Sounds good to me. 
You want to go first? Yep. I'm pulling out all the knives. Five. Just incredible film. Well done, well executed, well written. Acting is superb. It's got so many nice twists and turns. Uh, it's got that nice twist, you know, twist of the twist in the ribs by the knife, and then you get the uh, the fakes are the um, the the stunt knives. It, everything about this film is so incredibly well executed. Be like you have supreme talent when it comes to actors, directors. Like everybody in this movie did a fantastic job, and it's a movie worth watching over and over and over and over again because you're gonna learn more and more about mm-hmm. what's going on. Like every time you watch it. So for me, five. I'm gonna give it a five. Also, now I want to point out when I give it a five, I not, I'm not saying the movie is perfect because no movie is. Right. I'm saying this movie's about as close as you can probably get uh, out of out of everything they've got. It's a great uh, murder mystery. If you've not seen it, well, you know what happened now. But uh, it, it keeps you guessing from beginning to end, uh, and it pl- does really well on the second viewing. Uh, it's just a good murder mystery, and it's a fun one to watch so yeah i'm giving it a five i think i'm gonna agree with both of you this movie is really well done the acting is great uh the story is great it does a great job of keeping you guessing at least a little even though you feel like from the beginning you know most of it if not all of it but they Mm -hmm. do enough to keep you going well what else is there what's going on in this film that i'm not seeing or and the like and everybody could be the person who did it i mean it literally feels like at the end of the day anybody could be responsible there was a point when i thought uh even harlan was the bad guy in this film like i thought part of it was just uh like i thought he was kind of trolling everybody uh but yeah i mean this is this it's really well done um there's no reason you should avoid this film uh, (laughs) as an adult and, uh, yeah, I think it's it's one of the best films I've seen in the last couple of years. Um, and it's it's definitely one of the best murder mystery films there is out there. So uh, Very true. definitely worth watching. So. Mm-hmm. so that concludes our review for Knives Out from 2019. A donut hole in the donuts hole. But we must look a little closer. And when we do, we see that the donut hole has a hole in its center. It is not a donut hole at all, but a smaller donut with its own hole. And our donut is not whole at all. Donutception. Donutception. You've been listening to the Movie of the Week podcast. If you'd like to follow Jim, you can find me at on Facebook and Twitter as Passive Creative or on Instagram as Passive Creator. This is Drew, and you can follow me on my photo bin on Facebook. It's at Drew's Photo Bin. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd at GGeorge759, where I try to leave a review of every single movie we review. And then you can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can find Jacob on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. You can also find me on Twitter at Jacob B. Heron. You can also listen to our sibling show that Jacob and I are on at thecellcast.podbean.com, where we review animated movies. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play Podcasts, or wherever fine podcasts are sold.
Please remember the opinions expressed in this podcast are for entertainment purposes and are those of the creators alone. At the end of the day, the only opinion that matters on whether or not you should watch a movie or whether you enjoy it is your own. As always, thank you for listening to the Movie of the Week podcast.